Welcome to the Coppreneur Path Podcast. Welcome to the show that is all about the path from cop to coppreneur. I'm your host, Adam Wills. With this podcast, I am going to help equip you for your own post-law enforcement entrepreneurial journey with lessons learned from my experience growing a successful post-Leo business. You'll also get to hear from fellow coppreneurs and experts in business and marketing whose advice will give you an edge against the competition. You are in the right place. So let's get after it. Welcome to another episode of the Coppreneur Path Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Wills, and I've got here today with me my favorite co-host, Austin Mulsick. And uh, we are talking to somebody that I've been really excited to talk to. And I've been wanting to get this, uh, this episode out to you guys. In fact, many of you that are listening to the show, um, that are avid listeners who are also uh, clients of ours, have probably heard me talk about this concept here lately that we're actually going to discuss on the show today and he, with the uh, the guy who came up with it. So, Austin, who's uh, who's our guest today? Tell me about what we got going on. Our guest today is uh, <clears throat> a very interesting guy. And uh, uh, fortunately, he is one of my least favorite types of people, uh, that type being the ones who prove every math teacher I've ever had right. Uh, I'm now hunting for X. I'm now trying to find X. I actually care. Uh, it does relate to my actual real life. And um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of teenage scornful me uh, that just rolled my eyes real hard that is now going back and uh, eating crow over this. So uh, Michael Bozinski, thank you for that, sir. You're welcome. Yeah, there's... Uh... Uh, lots of distinct memories in in uh, grade school and in high school of the teacher saying, well, you'll need math one day in order to do your job. And I'll, no, no, I won't. And well, here we are, because uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about math today. And don't worry, guys, it's not complex, but you're going to understand here shortly how this very simple mathematical solution can help you dramatically grow your business. Uh, in a way that makes sense. It's really easy, right? So, um, Michael, welcome to the show, first and foremost. It's good to have you on. Thank you for having me, guys. And I know I promised I would call you Buzz uh, for, from now on going on the show here. So I'm going to do that, Buzz. Um, yeah. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> You've not done it. So you're a fellow bearded, bald-headed man, yes, and uh, you know, brother in, in, in uh, baldness there. Um, but you're also the the head of a uh, another marketing agency just like I am and you came up with this idea that helps service-based businesses largely double their revenue with a very simple understanding of metrics that are that have that hold lots of weight I will say um, so why don't you just let's just jump right into this tell us what is the rule of 26. So the rule of 26 is a process in which I created to simplify the approach to website marketing because a lot of business owners are just, they're flabbergasted by all the things that they have to pay attention to. I was mm -hmm. um, just recently, uh, like yesterday, I was doing a uh, talk with the Small Business Development Center of Illinois. And 
we were going through all of the aspects of digital marketing for brick and mortar businesses. There were like nine, nine, yeah, right? So with each of those, there's these things called key performance indicators or what we call KPIs in the industry that we have to keep mm-hmm. track of. And if you go and look at like HubSpot, HubSpot has over a hundred KPIs you can keep track of. And there's like 68 if you go to, um, uh, there's an, a, another one, uh, the online e-commerce, uh, this escaping me right now, Shopify. Okay. So I don't want to look at that many KPIs. I know that my clients don't want to even understand that there are that many KPIs because they'll just go, okay, then I'm just not doing that. Right. And so I came on a mission to simplify it as much as possible. And so I finally decided that I wanted to narrow it down to the only the KPIs that directly move the revenue needle. So if you move any one of these three independently, your revenue goes up because it's just, if everything else stays the same, it goes up. So here comes the rule of 26. I'm, I, th- I feel everybody's got the suspense now, right? Here we go. All right, get so out your The rule of 26 yep, yep. states <laughs> that if you increase your unique traffic by 26%, your conversion rate from that traffic by 26%, and the average revenue per client from the business you're getting from your website by 26%, you will double the revenue that you're getting from your website by period, 100% more revenue by doing those three objectives, 26%. Now, I got to admit to all of you guys that are listening, when uh, I first connected with Buzz here, uh, he sent me a message and he says, essentially it was, hey, I found the secret formula for marketing and business and right. And like, there's so many gurus out there that all think that they know it all. And I have to admit, I rolled my eyes just a little bit. I'm like, yeah, not another one of these. And I think I even responded to you with like, eh, I was a little bit guarded and I'm like, well, let me, let me understand a little bit more before I just go ahead and book you on the show. And, um, so you sent me, I think it was like the rough draft of your book, um, in uh, digital <laughs> format. And I went through it and I, I looked at it. And I'm like, all right. Okay. This is, this is actually kind of interesting. And so I sat down with my calculator and I started throwing different, (laughs) different examples in there. And every single time the math worked out and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe we actually do have something here. And so I started playing around with it. And, um, I, I have to, I have to agree. Like it's, it's brilliant, um, because it is so simple as marketers. We, we often just confuse the crap out of our clients, right? Because we understand this stuff and we understand how all those nine or 28 or whatever number, depending upon who you listen to KPIs, all impact your final revenue number um, because it's, it's what we do on a daily basis. But most business owners, it's not what they do. And so we confuse the tar out of them by giving them all these different numbers and trying to to get them to understand what we're doing and how we're giving them value and how it's impacting their, their overall revenue. And ultimately what we get is glazed over donuts with them going, I don't understand. This makes no sense to me. Right. Right. Um, and, and so I just love how simple this is and how it actually works. Uh, yeah, I, well, that's that. That was the goal. So you, you're basically telling me that I've achieved the goal, and I really appreciate the feedback. <laughs> yeah. So um, you let's talk about those specific metrics that you brought up, um, because obviously you and I understand those terms. 
Um, but I can tell you that most everybody listening here has no idea what unique traffic means uh, or uh, what what the conversion rate means and how to even understand how to how to arrive at that number. Um, and then I'm going to tell you that you're wrong on average revenue per customer. I prefer to call it average revenue per unit because I just like to say our poo. I think it's fun. So um, we're going to call it our poo. Um, but yeah, would you go ahead and <laughs> help okay. us understand what those terms are? I love that. And then when you're done with that, I've got a quick follow up question that is very, very closely related to that. But go ahead and tackle uh, Adam's question first, please. Okay, so the, so let's so basically we're going to define the three KPIs we just uh, mentioned in the rule of twenty six. First one is unique traffic. So that is the human beings, the unique human beings coming to your website. And the reason we say unique traffic is because there are bots out there and spiders and all these other digital beings that are crawling your website and they're getting information for search engines and different things like cookies and and blah 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 blah. blah okay, things that we that you don't care about. But they're there and they are bolstering your visitor numbers. And so in the book, we talk about basically filtering out all of the bots because bots don't buy, human beings buy. And we want to understand how many human beings are coming in. And so that's that's what unique traffic is. Conversion rate is how many of those human beings coming to our website are actually doing a profitable action on our website. Because remember, the website is useless unless somebody contacts you and does business with you right? So the conversion rate is a reflection of the content, the layout, and the usability of your website. And if we can raise that by 26%, that means that 26% of the users that you have got coming in already are going to be connecting with you. And then if your close rate is the same, then guess what? You have 26% more revenue just by increasing that one KPI. The last ARPU, or I call it <laughs> RPC, average revenue per client or our customer, doesn't matter. Um, but I like I like what you're saying there. <laughs> it's just fun, you know, throw a little humor into it. Is basically the average, I mean, it it kind of says it in the acronym, right? It's the average revenue you get from each of the clients that are converting from your website, okay? You can do it for your whole business. And the concepts that I put in the book um, definitely translate across your entire business, okay? And actually, even the conversion rate information and how you are marketing um, for your unique clients all translate to the rest of your marketing in your business. Um, and, 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 and I'm sure that's how Adam is utilizing that, which is great because that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to really simplify the strategic part of a pro the website marketing approach, right? So that way we can get into the tactics. And then and that's a lot of what you probably read in the book that you connected with was all these tactics that are specifically for each of those KPIs. So, um, that's the definition of all three of those KPIs. And then Austin, go ahead. So you had said earlier that these are the KPIs, you know, key performance. Um, but then when you get into other platforms, you said that there can be upwards of a hundred. Well, how did you get through that and beat the, uh, you know, analysis paralysis to come out and find out which of the keys were actually, you know, the real keys and not just. PIs. Good question. Yes, very good. So those are called vanity metrics and they're very well known in the industry. So with the 17 years I've been in digital marketing and the 30 years experience I've had in marketing itself, it was it, it kind of came to me 
pretty naturally. It didn't take very long. Um, there are a lot of things that are in e-commerce. And, and now, mind you, I'm writing this book for service-centric businesses, right? Though the Rule 26 can work for any type of business, I wrote this for the people that I usually work with, right? And so I, there was a bunch of e-commerce stuff that I could get, get rid of right away. Okay. It's the things that Shopify cares about and, and other e-commerce websites that care about those. Right. So now I'm taking a look at these other KPIs. Now I can take away all the product driven, um, KPIs, right? If I'm selling a service versus selling a product, I can get rid of all those KPIs. So it, it really left me with probably about two dozen KPIs that really meant something for, to a marketer. And then I boiled those down to the three that directly affect like if you move this, your revenue moves, period. And very few other KPIs do that as drastically as the three that I picked. So I'm sure the next question that everybody has right now is, all right, now that I understand what these three things are and how they impact my revenue, what sort of steps do I take in order to actually increase those? by 26%. But before we get to that, we have to take a quick mid-roll break. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Hey, it's Adam here, just jumping in for a quick break. The journey from cop to copreneur can be challenging. Isolation, after all, is the enemy of success. You need fellow copreneurs in your corner to share resources, ideas, challenges, and wins with. You need ongoing support and training in a safe and private environment. That is exactly what the LEO to CEO community is all about. Join now for free by going to leo2ceo.com and clicking on the green button. And I'll see you at our next live workshop. Now back to the show. Buzz, one of the things that I really loved about the book um, was that you preemptively answered some specific questions about ways to increase these these uh, key performance indicators that we talked about, these metrics. And uh, I tell you, when I picked up the book and I first started looking at it, I knew in my head, even though I, I had a good understanding of the answer to this, I knew that if I presented this, this idea to people, they're going to say, well, why don't I just double my traffic. Like if I just double traffic to my website, won't that just magically fix everything? And I loved that when I got to the end of the book, you had an FAQ section. And the very first one was, why can't I just double my traffic? So let's start there with that specific metric. Why doesn't doubling your traffic solve the problem of doubling revenue? Oh, it solves the problem, but it's a lot of effort, right? Why do 100% of the work when you only need to do 26% of the work, right? Or technically, 78% of the work to get 100% of the, of the value, right? And if you look at the metrics, CRO, so the conversion rate optimization, has nothing to do with anything that you're doing in your marketing, right? So it's something you can do without actually spending more money. ARCP is exactly the same, right? If you if you can find ways, and I and we show a bunch of ways to do that in the book, um, but if you can find ways to increase the value you bring to your clients, you can charge more, right? That costs you zero dollars, right? Right. And so, just saying, getting more traffic really doesn't do you much good because you're not leveraging the math behind the rule of twenty six. 
right? Now, say you're in a play, in an industry or you're you're providing a product that's commoditized and you can't raise nor can you add value. So say um so for me like I was just working with one of our chiropractor clients yesterday. There's only so much he can charge per visit. And there's only so mm-hmm. long that most people need him and there's only a certain amount of a certain percentage of those people who need him that will stay on for maintenance. So his average revenue per client is pretty stuck, okay? Now, on the other hand, he's got a weight loss clinic. Now, his weight loss clinic is kind of the same thing. Once you lost the weight, what do you need me for? But he found out that statistically, they come back in a year to two years to re-lose that weight again. I says, well, wait a second. What if we, and I said, well, how much do you charge him? He sort of charges him about 75% of the first time. So that's pretty profitable. But you have to now wait a year to two years to do that. What if we were charging enough for enough value to where they keep the weight off and they never have to yo-yo again. And he Mm -hmm. just, he's been in the business for a long time and he's just mind blown. All of a sudden we just added $80,000 just from the clients he has like that, just by adding something as simple as that. So yes, you can be the bull and just go straight through and do a hundred percent. Right. But when you understand the value of attracting the right type of client, and the way to convert the right type and the most uh, profitable type of client, and you're charging what you're worth and what you're and what you produce and the value of that. Good lord, that is so much better than just using 100% more effort or money or time or energy. I just love that this is super consistent with everything else that's been going on lately. Um, you, you need to attract the right type of client. You need to repel the ones who are not ideal or not even close to ideal. And then uh, rather than, like you said, being the bull and just hard charging everything, you will come here, you will buy, you will do this. You can just sit there. Um, it, You know, Adam's been mentioned making this field of dreams reference pretty frequently. Um, if you build it, they will only come if they're interested, right? There's a book that actually says, if you build it, they won't come. You got to lead the horse to water first. People think that they build a website, everybody will know where they are. There's like 10, what, 10 billion websites out there or something stupid like that. Like you're one in 10 billion, 10 billion with a B, you know, and that's growing exponentially, right? So if you just think you're going to build a website and all of a sudden you have a salesperson that's actually doing something for you, you're you're horribly misguided and might be certifiable because it's not going to work. Just as a side note here for a little comedic relief, when you type in, if you build it, they won't come into Amazon, you get a poster of Donald Trump standing in front of a wall. Uh, so, so for whatever that's worth, I did not find that a book awesome. that you're referencing. That is so but, awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Woo, we just totally got sidetracked. Um all right. So, you know what? Here's the thing I think this really factors into, Buzz, is uh, um, it's a holistic approach, right? And we recognize kind of going back to this idea of why not just double traffic? Well, because if you double, if you double traffic to something that sucks, quite frankly, um, then, you know, people are going to leave, right? If, if you tell everybody about the new stadium that you built and they all show up to buy tickets, but then find out that you didn't put any seats in the stadium, um, they're probably going to turn around and leave. There's no hot dogs or beer. Right. Um, so, um, I I look at it as well, you know, double doubling traffic or even increasing your traffic substantially 
mm-hmm. is a wasted effort if you don't have the right words on the website in the first place. And I know that I'm biased as a story brand guide mm-hmm. um, that words matter and they're very important. Um, but you have to have something there that when people arrive, Mm -hmm. they immediately recognize this is the place I'm supposed to be, right? Right. Because if you don't, you can spend all the money in the world you want sending traffic to your website, but you're, you're effectively flushing it down the toilet. You are. And and the problem is this is like, I tell people no traffic is better than bad traffic because when we get really good at, um, attracting who is the most profitable prospects for us. And we focus on that specifically, right? Because we get what we focus on, right? When we're, there's a saying that I have, says the most profitable conversations sometimes are the ones you don't have to have. Because if you can spend a lot of time talking to a bunch of tire kickers and and what we call pitas uh, that are going to just drain your, your energy and not make you any money. And you're in business yeah. to serve people who are going to respect you enough to not waste your time, pay you what you're worth, and make you happy that you're in business. That's who you need to be doing business with. So if you're just out there looking for numbers, so that same chiropractor I was talking to, they had an agency. It was an ad, a uh, Facebook ad agency, and they were getting the numbers up there. Their cost per click was a little, little high. Not, I mean, not too horribly bad, but their cost per acquisition was very high. And I, and then I asked him, I said, well, what's the quality? Cause it doesn't matter if the quality is great. Right. He's like, no, they're all mm-hmm. crap. These people didn't buy. They would just take my $27 initial in, in investment and to come in and then not buy anything after that. And I'm like, well, that's a waste of everybody's time. And you're losing money by that. And he's like, yeah, because I spent more money getting them than they're ever going to spend with me. I'm gonna lose $13 every time that person comes in. Right. So that's where a lot of this comes in is being cognizant of the traffic you're actually bringing in. And to your point, you know, the CRO is all about your story and the story brand. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to talk about in your secret scroll space, what, what that actually looks like. Um, and I'll give you the one thing that people do over and over again, that doesn't work um, in the modern day websites. Awesome. And thanks for plugging that, by the way, guys. Uh, if you are not yet a member of the Elio to CEO community, you're missing out, not only because of the awesome workshops we do and the collaboration amongst fellow copperneurs, but um, because you don't get access to the secret squirrel sessions um, that, uh, yeah, these short little snippets of just golden nuggets that every one of my guests gives you. Uh, in the private podcast feed. So go and join the community and then you get access to that and you can hear a little bit more from Buzz. But I do think before we end this thing, I think Austin had another question in the queue here that I'm going to let him uh, uh, go ahead and ask. Uh, Yeah, I was kind of laughing when you were talking about the $27 offer. I mean, it's not funny, but I think I'm on my fourth trial account with... uh, something um, that I've been using here now. And I just keep juggling email addresses and just keep plugging the same thing back into it. Um, Which I guess circles back to your thing of drive unique traffic, right? Um, Yeah. So, okay. Final question here. And this, you might've kind of hinted at it already. Should I just go through and rely on word of mouth to get my increases or is that a bad idea? And if it is, why is that a bad idea? So it's one of the reasons I wrote the book. So it's a really good question. As if you're a service-centric business, any type of business really, but I find that service-centric businesses focus on 
their word of mouth, referrals, and their networking. Problem is, the great thing about that is, is it's a great way to start growing. And it's a great growth, it's a really good growth strategy when you're just getting started. And still today, I network and I have a lot of word of mouth that always grows with you. But the, the, the word there is grow versus scale. Scaling creates an exponential growth curve versus growth is very, it can be very linear and it can take a lot of time and energy that as your business grows, you have less and less and less of. So when we talk about leveraging your time, energy, and money, word of mouth is not leveraging anything. It's, it's something that's organic and it has to grow. And some WOM trees grow very slowly and others grow really fast. But there's always a cap to that. And if you ever want to get past that cap, you better start working on this little tree called scale. Because that's where you'll be able to build your business into whatever you want it to be at any given time. It amazes me how like-minded you and I are. Because um, I get asked often, because I actually say as part of the tagline for the Elio to CEO community, that it's for uh, copperneurs that want to start, grow, or scale a business. And I get asked all the time, what's the difference? Why do you have grow and scale? They're the same thing. No, they're not. They're not the same thing at all. Uh, and if you looked at them on a, on a line chart, you would see the difference. Um, but there is, there is a significant difference there. And I think that the, it's a good that you made the distinction between start, grow, and scale, right? Because not everybody's ready to grow a business once they've started it. Starting properly is one thing, right? And not everybody's ready to scale a business because they don't have all of their ducks in a row operationally. And that is one of the questions I ask my clients. Are you ready to scale or are you still in growth stage? Awesome. Well, it's been good having you, Buzz. Um, why don't you why don't you just give us a, a departing thought, a closing thought, uh, and then let everybody know. I think you had something that you wanted to uh, offer the audience specifically. So I'll let you plug that. Sure. Sure. So if you're interested in learning more about the word, the, the, what the word, the word, right? Bird, bird, the, bird, the, the bird rule the of 26 <laughs> <laughs> created my own Bible all of a sudden, right? <laughs> Here it goes. Um, it's the shortest Bible in the, in the, the history of the world. So it's okay. It's 120 pages of knowledge to uh, grow and scale your business. The, uh, the rule of 26 you can get at ruleof26.com. That's the number two and number six.com. And I am going to offer your audience a free, absolutely free, uh, signed copy of my book. If they just email me a copy of their e the ebook version that they bought from me off of Amazon, just email me at buzz at buzzworthy.biz. That's two Z's and buzz, two Z's and buzzworthy, dot biz with one Z. And uh, just tell me where you want to send it to and who you want it made out to. And I will get that into the mail within a day of getting your email. Ooh, I just had a thought. And literally, this just came yes. to mind right now. Um, I want I want to sweeten that deal a little bit. I want to sweeten the pot okay. um, because I I give away uh, marketing made simple and business made simple books all the time uh, to my audience because I believe they're so foundational. And I'm and I, I'm going to add the rule of twenty six as one of the foundational books that I think are so important. So what I'm going to say is, uh, if you are a member of the community. 
and you want to buy the book and get the buy the ebook and then get the free signed paperback book um, from Buzz, um, let me know and I will gift you an Amazon gift card so that you can buy it. Okay, it's ten bucks. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna gift it to you, um, and and you wow. go ahead and buy it. And and the reason why I want to do it that way rather than send you the book is because. Buzz wants you to be able to leave a review for his book on Amazon because that helps him become a bestseller. And if you don't right. <laughs> buy it yourself, then it's not a verified purchase. So um, I'm going to give you the gift card so you can buy it yourself and help him out with a review. But you have to be a member of the community. So if you're not a member of the community already, go ahead and go join the community and then hit me up and let me know and I'll send you that gift card. Wow, Adam, that is awesome. That That is dedication to your tribe. I give you kudos. It's a good book, man, and it's going to help people grow their businesses. That. I really do. So, I hope you've given a good review. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I haven't yet, but I'm going to. All right. What's your okay. What's your closing thought? And then we're going to wrap it up. I think that anybody who's listening to this podcast ha- is listening to a pair of gentlemen who honestly care about the people they serve. And I'm telling you right now from a person who's been on almost a hundred podcasts and most of them are consultants and probably a quarter of them are marketing folks just like us. It's very rare that I talk to people who are one like-minded and then number two, so dedicated to their listeners and the people that are in their tribe. So if you're here, you're in a great place. And if you know somebody who is in your shoes trying to build their copperpreneur lifestyle, I get them in because this is an awesome show. And I, I, I just feel like this is a great place for uh, folks that are coming from the LEO world to come into the CEO world. And I'm just, I'm a fan now. And anytime I have an opportunity, I'll make sure they come to your show. So Kudos for you guys listening and kudos for you guys sticking in there and uh, all the best of luck for everybody. You are awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. And uh, yeah, thank you're you, welcome, Buzz. Austin. You're welcome, yeah. Adam. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for being on the show. Guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for sticking around till the end of the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review at leotoceo.com forward slash podcast dash review or in your preferred podcast listening app. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other copreneurs like yourself find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to leo2ceo.com, click on podcast and search this episode number and you'll find all the links, descriptions and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.